Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to What's Underneath Those Pages with your host, Angela Vade. Today's episode, The Scary Reality of Handmaid's Tale, I'll be giving you an insight on what my interpretations of the book was. Last week's episode, for those of you who've watched it, you can recall that we deconstructed the themes that were present in the book called The Giver by Lewis Laurie, in which the society was represented as a utopian society. However, today's episode, we're going to change it up a little bit and we're going to deconstruct a book that is completely in contrast compared to The Giver. It's called Handmade Tills. In today's episode, I'll be discussing how the predominant themes that are reflected in the novel Handmaid's Tale has parallels to modern society. I will also explain how this novel is analogous to my experiences as well as society as a whole and how that impacted my interactions with the book. So stay tuned. In Margaret Atwood's novel, Handmaid Tales, individuals are able to interpret the novel in a way where they could see how it is analogous to our modern society. Through the themes of gender, oppression, and power, freedom, and life's purpose, conflicts regarding socioeconomic issues are predominantly shown throughout the book. Despite the severity perceived in the book, many of these conflicts and themes, both mirror and windows, that both mirrors and windows societal expectations and the occurrence of ongoing issues throughout the world, and even in our own lives. These conflicts that may seem overly exaggerated or unrealistic will over time cause a severity in our lives and in our society in a way that the book does display. And it's important that we prevent these parallels before it does happen to that severity. I'm Ancho Vade, your host, and this is Underneath That Page. I'm Ancho Vade, your host, and this is What's Underneath That Page. Margaret Atwood's book, Handmaid Tales, displays the reality of society in a ruthless and dystopian way. Gender equality is one of the themes that is explicitly evident in the story. In Handmaid's Tale, as though some women, such as the wives, do hold more power or significance than the other women in the story, they are still controlled by the hierarchy in Gleeland, which is dominated by the patriarchy. This is evident as the wives of the commanders didn't have a say in whom the commanders would have a sexual relationship with. And although it did pain them to watch their own husband have a sexual intercourse with another woman, they did believe that without them, they, were, they didn't have any worth. Although this was not explicitly stated, I did fill in the gap with my own understanding because it is something I commonly see in society and even in my own culture. When it comes to the aspect of Indian culture and the beliefs with marriage, many of the beliefs can vary. However, from what I've grown up to hear is that many women tolerate their husband due to the fact that they believe it is a social responsibility and that their worth is shown when they are married. This is also prevalent in modern society where several women tolerate sexual abuse from their husband or believe that it's okay to be controlled by your husband. But hold on, why do they exactly feel this way? Personally, I believe that over time, women feel obligated to their significant other, and due to all the restrictions that have already been put on them, it causes them to feel less confident in themselves, resulting them to stay in a relationship. In addition to this, the actions of handmaids are all controlled by the commanders who happen to be men. This is another example of gender operation in handmaids. Ironically, one would think that the women who are the only source of fertility would hold significance in the society. However, instead, they are treated almost as badly as a no woman. These women have no say of where their babies are, who will be taking them, and are forced to participate in unwillingly sex. 
These women are not allowed to interact with one another or given their opinion, and the amount of freedom they do have is very restrictive. This context of the story is very similar to the conflicts regarding gender oppression that occurs in today's society. Many women are raped, verbally and physically abused, have had their basic rights taken away, and are afraid of speaking up. But why? It's because we are perceived to be lower than males, and many of us believe that no one will speak up for us because society is dominated by men. However, why exactly is society dominated by men? What did they gain out of it? The problem wasn't only with women, he says. The main problem was with men. There's nothing for them anymore. I'm not talking about sex, he says. That was part of it, but the sex was too easy. You know what they were complaining about the most? Inability to feel. Men were turning off on sex even. They were turning off on marriage. This quote was said by the commander himself at the end of chapter 32, when he was justifying the reason behind Gleeland to Moffred. In my perspective, I believe that the meaning behind this quote is that feminism and the revolution of women had caused men to only serve few, fewer purposes in life, and that made them feel less powerful. Men set adrift and were not seen as heroes when women began to achieve equal rights and were able to protect themselves. Reading this as a female, I didn't quite understand how that justified the oppression of women, as I do believe that the act of heroism doesn't come from protecting a woman or taking care of them, but can come from supporting women's rights and allowing a woman to grow as an individual. However, my opinion may differ for those who have different beliefs and values on relationship between a man and a woman. So, in the comments below, how about you guys tell me what your opinion is on this? Now, in contribution to gender operation, power is another factor that females are forbidden to withhold, as that is what Atwood may have wanted us to think. Power is something that all of us want to strive for and try to achieve. It is something that helps us feel in control of the world and in ourselves, and it should be granted to everyone. However, in the novel Handmaid's Tale, power is determined based on your gender. Throughout your novel, Throughout the novel, manipulation of power is one of the factors that restrict many of the women as well as men from their own freedom and beliefs. Through the uses of guards, a wall made of dead bodies of those who rebelled against the government allows for the commander to hold power and control over the citizens of Gilead. However, ironically, there really is no government. There's just structure for power that controls the public and private goods of citizens. How is this power taken away though? As I said before, power is something that everyone strives for. Having the ability to control your thoughts is power. Having opinion is also power. All of these things are taken away from women, causing them to be dehumanized. Women are forbidden to read or write, and that takes the power of language and communication away from them. Having communication is essential as it allows you to speak your opinion and expand on your development as a person. However, forbidding these things is what keeps women impressed, which is a goal in Handmaids. In many third world countries, such as India, many women are forbidden to go to school and be educated, but instead are sent off to get married at a young age. The reason behind this is that so women don't have the ability to find new ways to develop and share their opinions, but also to make a woman feel weak and not confident, to the point where she has to confide herself in a male figure. Not only are females forbidden from education, but young males are forbidden education too. Many males that live in poverty grow up not wanting to go to school or are forced to drop out of school to support their family 
And as a young female adult myself who is privileged to obtain an education without running through any obstacles, I do believe that education is something that everyone should be granted to pursue and that is something that is a fundamental right. And I thought that because there's so much worth held in education and that Many males that live in poverty grow up not wanting to go to school or are forced to drop out of school to help support their family. And as a young female adult myself, who's been privileged enough to obtain an education without running through any obstacles, I do believe that education is something that everyone should be granted to pursue and that it should be a fundamental right. These values and beliefs of mine made me believe that maybe Apple was trying to send a message that education is key and that no one should take it for granted as it gives us so much more power than we expect it to. Now, adding on to the idea of power, power isn't only held among men in this story. Although men are in power, Offred had managed to use a manipulation of power to get what she wants. This is evident when Offred uses her body to gain more power over the commander and to make him provide her with things that give her a feeling of humanity, such as Scrabble. However, characters like Offglen gain power over their body and their mind by ending their life. Although it was mentioned why Offglen had committed suicide, I felt that when one has felt that something has taken over their mind and their body, the only way they find escape to it is by ending their life. And this itself is an analogous to our own society because many individuals who are suicidal do feel that the only way to, they can gain control of their mind and their body is to commit suicide. And as sad as it is, it's important that we as a society come up with different ways to gain power and to develop the ability to maintain it. Hi guys, this is Anshul Bade and welcome back to What's Underneath Those Pages. So far, we've discussed the interpretation of power and gender operation in the book Handmaids and how it's a parallel to society as well as to my own life. Now we're going to look at the reproduction and the purpose of living. Handmaid's Tale. The dystopian society was formed to not only create purpose in man's life, but also to rehabilitate the population. This meant that the sole purpose of women, especially their bodies, was to reproduce life even if they didn't want to. This is evident when Offred says, I used to think of my body as an instrument of pleasure or a means of transportation or an implement for the accomplishment of my own will. Now the flesh arranges itself differently. I'm a cloud, congealed around a central object, the shape of a pear, which is hard and more real than I am and glows red with its translucent wrapping. The central object that she speaks about is her womb and that, and that the society that she's been put in is basically a society that treats her no more than just an object and maybe treats her even like a scarce resource. And that causes her to believe that she has no purpose to life anymore. This causes women to once again feel worthless and to be seen just as sexual objects. This is also evident as a fact that a handmaid only has three opportunities to get pregnant and if they do not get pregnant, they will die. This law that the society had created just shows the worth they believe women are, and as though it may seem like an exaggeration, it is very common to see this idea of women and their main purpose is to have a child in society. Everyone has their own beliefs and values about children. However, personally, I do believe that it is amazing as it is to bring a new life into this world. It is not a woman's obligation to do so, especially if she's not ready. Women from all over the world are raped to give sexual pleasure to men and are raped to have kids that are eventually sold. Their bodies are not respected and this gives women the idea that they're not worth it or they're not worth life. 
in this sense, I do believe that the main message Atwood was trying to present was that women's bodies are constantly taken granted for, and other women have witnessed this as well. However, everybody's body should be respected in its own way and not due to social obligations or reproducing, but because it's healthy. In conclusion, personally reading this as a young female who's seen and heard several things regarding gender operation and power, and even about reproduction and the purpose of the body, I feel like this book was just really mirroring our society but in a more detailed and realistic way. Those who have been abused or are restricted or even used for their body do not speak up and that's what causes many of us to believe that none of these things are true. However, based on my experiences with myself and even through my family or friends, I will not disagree that the fact that this book is basically an analog to our society. And that she's placed in a society where she's treated no more than just an object or even a scarce resource and she believes that she holds no purpose to life. This causes women to once again feel worthless and seen as sexual objects. This is also evident that the fact that handmaids have only three opportunities to get pregnant and if they do not get pregnant, they will die. This law that the society created just shows how much worth they believe women are and as though it may seem like an exaggeration it is very common to see that this idea of women and their main sole purpose is to have a child in society everyone has their own beliefs and values about children however personally i do believe that as amazing it is to bring a new life into this world it isn't a woman's obligation to do so especially if she's not ready However, I do believe that this book does a poor representation of what men go through and the struggles they go through, such as rape and abuse, is not only something one specific gender goes through. Um, as for the main purpose of this book, I think that there are several messages take, to take from this book. One being that no matter female or male, our body is something that we should all have, hold power and control of and that no one should take that away. As well as a warning that despite a male or female's power, there's still something that is above all and that nobody should have taken advantage of not being powerful. Having that said, as we as a society need to first come to the re realization that these things are occurring around us and we need to create a movement in the sense where we can improve all these things that cause each other to feel less than one another. Thank you for joining and listening to today's episode. I hope to see you guys next time.